This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch, and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the Friday KBJ After the Show podcast. How the hell is everybody here today? Good. I'm good. How the hell are you? Doing good. Doing good. Ready for a nice little weekend. Yeah, so ready. Spirits should be high. You got a Key West trip. Did we- you say spirits? I'll take one. Uh, Kahlua. I got some whiskey. And I got Fireball. All right. Bring okay. it out, baby. Do a little act. I get it. All right. I don't like it. I'm here. I'm so here for it. <laughs> <laughs> you better be. Your name's on the show. Do a, do a little, little alcohol bit. I like it. <laughs> what time will you have your first drink today, Virginia? Uh, I'll do it right now. Dare me, bitch. <laughs> I, I, no. I don't know. I, I believe yeah, every anyway. fucking word you say. Well, I've got Magnolia and she can drive. So, All right, okay. me and my, I'm picking up my sister in Fort Lauderdale. Sister. I've got Panda too. He can drive. He was going to ride in a separate car, but now he's going to drive with us. And so he can drive. Mags can drive. I mean, Panda, go for the separate car. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> no, I have. When you're the passenger going to the keys and you're able to have a nice little buzz, it can be fun. And the last time I went, it was awesome until we hit a very long three hour traffic jam. There was a mm-hmm. terrible accident yep. and it kind of fucked up the momentum. But if you can get down there in that five and a half hour window or whatever it is, is it five and a half? It depends. It's supposed to be four and a half, but you know, it's, it's lobster mini season. Yeah. Everything's real busy down there, so I, I really I'm going down there, but I'm, I'm gonna be on Key West time. We get there when we get there. Yeah. We leave when we leave, and we drink all their drinks. Just please, just make sure you're here on Monday, because I don't want to have to carry the dirt on a Monday. <laughs> I'll be here. I might get dropped off. You know, as we roll into town, that could happen. Okay. Oh, she can have Key West hair. <laughs> Time and regretted sweat, gnats, gnats. The whole game. That's because you went hard, and that's a good thing. I I will not have gnats. <laughs> you instantly made me itchy when you said that. So for June to be in the Keys, uh, my highlight is heading to the Dolphins open practice. They've got two of them on the weekends this Sunday and then next Saturday. And Alberto was saying, "Hey, the practice on August fifth 
is supposed to be held inside of Hard Rock Stadium. Have you attended practice there before? Ooh. And if you have, uh, what should you take to have a better experience and stay out of the sun? Yeah, when you went, and I think I did go to one several years ago, if I remember right. It was uh, inside the stadium. I think it was my first time inside the stadium that they had uh, refurbished it. And the thing that's great about it is, for the most part, you can get shade while you're sitting inside. That's one thing that's harder to come by. So it felt cooler watching the practice from inside of Hard Rock Stadium. If I remember right, they had um, some concession stands open. I'm trying to remember if they had the the little craft beer. Uh, they, they have kind of like where you can go in and just they got a ton of craft beer. Uh, kind of like, uh, if I remember right, it's like a walk-in, kind of like coolers that you go and just, it's like if you go to a convenience store. Ah, set up that way. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So I, I, if I remember right, that was open. So I think I remember having a couple uh, cervezas. So it was a good time. So it, that's it, a fun thing. Yeah, I really like that. In fact, you know, hey, honestly, I mean, if they would do that for every practice, it'd be pretty awesome to have Hell inside yeah. the stadium. I mean, it's just right across the street. So, you know, what's the big deal? Um, and we'll have to see, too, if you uh, miss the news, the big uh, off-season acquisition. Jalen Ramsey gets carted off the field yesterday after uh, trying to guard Tyreek Hill. And uh looks like he has got an injury that – We'll keep him out at least six weeks. And as the conversation was going on yesterday on Twitter, by nobody that's credible, but uh, a lot of people <laughs> were talking about maybe December he would be back realistically. For $250,000 tax-free, you, no equipment on whatsoever, you have to take a full-on tackle from Kristen Wilkins. Do you do it for two hundred fifty? No equipment whatsoever. $250,000? He hits you with all of his might. It's the hardest hit of his career. Do you do it? Yeah, I think I would. You got to. 250000 yeah, 250 Yeah, I think you could take it. Yeah, yeah. you did hope. You might break a few bones, but I mean. Well, the, the thing, it's about how you fall as well. So, and if I kind of knew it was coming, then you can get yourself. What, what's tough is when you have a defensive lineman, typically, uh, when they tackle you, it's what they'll do is they'll wrap you up, drive you to the ground, and then they're full weight. So you may have 330 to 350 pounds coming down right on top of you. And if, you're, if your shoulder is the wrong way or something like that, that's how you can get cracked ribs or you can throw your shoulder out of place. So you'd have to probably fall. I'd probably go, try to go straight down butt to back because that would probably be my best chance of minimizing injury. He, and he just gets off the phone where he got news that make, makes him so pissed off on top of him yeah. going – all it, right. it hurt, but two hundred fifty thousand. You got to yeah. go for it. Yeah, you know, and then I deal with the. I would definitely. It'd be the only play I'd be able to do. Fall like an egg, as they say in the business. And I think he likes you, so maybe like he would tell everybody he's going full gorilla, but not go no, full gorilla. That cheats the game, and nobody mm. likes when you do that. Yeah, he has to. It, no, I'd if, be like Christian, don't kill him. If he cheats the, if that happens, every the whole he, play, he plays the game right. He would know he's got to lay me out with everything yeah. he's got. He's not gonna. He's not gonna pull back for something like that. It's it's, it's within the within the lines, Virginia. All right. Yeah, please don't cheat. The, just all take right. these games. Seriously, that's all we ask. I he's just know. Right. I just know he wouldn't want to hurt you because he loves you. Yeah, I think you're. <laughs> I'll just text you these questions, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I started drinking. Well, this is uh, kind of interesting. Got an email from Jeremy. He said, uh, "Longtime listener, just giving your uh, loyal listeners, KBJ Nationers, a heads up on." I-95 southbound between Donna Ross and North Lake. There are police on each side of the road 
waiting with spike strips. Oh, it's going going down. What is going down? That's the question. What the heck is going on there? That's the serious stuff. Oh, somebody's running. It's crazy how many stories... And that they're not all murder, but there's just so many fucking crazy stories that come out of Florida where you go, man, that of course it's South Florida where they are doing that or doing this. I just saw another one, a murder story where you go, where is that at? And you look at the the footage and it's in Palm Beach County. And I never even really? heard it. It's a pretty weird murder, too. Got a lot of it, don't we? I Weirder th- than bitches in suitcases? No, not that weird. But it is odd, some of the murders that just don't go reported. You don't even hear about a lot of these murders. I want to hear about them. I think the more you know about what's going down in your area, the more prepared you are should one of those murderers come for your ass. Mm-hmm. I agree with her. I like watching and listening to Dateline because it gives me like, oh, I never thought about that. They're getting people that way. Okay, that's good to know. So if somebody comes at you that way, they won't get you that way. Like anything, I think you can go too far down the rabbit hole. You can watch nothing but murder specials and then think the world is nothing but murder. True. you got to yeah. mix in something different. Mix in, uh, you know. Barbie movie. There you go. Well, yesterday, because it was Virginia's birthday, I spared her of the Virginia's wrong emails <laughs> coming in, but I, I can't avoid these forever. Uh, I mean, I was getting it from all over the place. Uh, it had kind of gone down because there was uh, a bit of a debate about the uh, Gabagool and the Capicola, whatever it was, oh and we were talking gosh. about the sandwich thing. Yeah, I mean, there, we got a lot of emails on this, actually. A lot, Virginia. Yeah. Um, uh, this said, okay, now, once Virginia doubled down, I wanted to go back to listen to what the conversation was around this. V had said, you say Gabagool if you're Italian. And Kev, Capicola is pronounced Gabagool? Question mark. V says, it's weird, isn't it? Kev said, Capicolo. V said, yes. Kev said, well, why do they spell it that way? V said, I learned this from the Sopranos. You got to get the Gabagool. And Kev said, Gabagool is spelled that way. And V said, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> That's a fucking transcript. Huh? It's spelled Capicola, but if you're Italian, you say Gabagool. Okay, we'll uh, continue on with some of the comments. In fact, we even got uh, voice messages on the WRMF app. Christina had this to say. I just want to say Virginia is wrong about Capicola and Gabagool. Um, Authentic Italians say Gabagola. Uh, The C's sound more like G's, but they're not really saying it. Um, And New Jersey Italian-American goons say Gabagool. (laughs) Um, like you would see Tony saying ridiculous things in The Sopranos. Um, so definitely don't go to Publix or don't go to any real Italian and say Gabagool. It's Gabagola. What's funny is I think she also sent an email and then I think she sent a text. So I could tell she's Italian because she could not let it go. She wanted to make sure you knew. Mm. I said I got it from The Sopranos. Like, I agree with you. So it's only a New Jersey thing. I think is what they're trying to make the point. Like real I don't Italians. Know. Jerry Soma's from Brooklyn. Go go ask him. Why don't you get a will they come back okay. Monday with some audio? You're gonna see him all weekend. You should get some audio. Fight back, dog. If you if you're gonna double down, not tripling down. <laughs> Luigi, who has kind of an Italian name. <laughs> he said Virginia is wrong. Authentic Italians <laughs> pronounce their words. New Jersey, New York Italian Americans do that ridiculous thing where they drop the ends of words. Italians <laughs> say copicola. 
New York Italians say the gabagool stuff. <laughs> well, to me, I like the New York way. I, I don't know what to tell you. Papiti <laughs> sent this in. Virginia's wrong again and again and again. Let me start by saying that I am 100% Italian. I am legit born and raised. Got here in my 20s, and my family is still in Italy, so Virginia is wrong. Real <laughs> Italians, whether in Italy or outside of Italy, do not use the word gabagool or whatever word she used. In Italy, the proper Italian is capicolo, pronounced capicolo, as we just said. Gabagool is a word that's American-made of things like the Sopranos. Yes, that's where I got it. She said Virginia often says things like, Italians say this. I base it on New York Italians. She said, she said the same thing about ricotta, which, by the way, is ricotta, not rigote. That's rigote. That's, again, a word that comes from some dialect, maybe Sicilian. <laughs> it's not proper Italian. Most Italians wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about if you said a rigote or whatever Virginia said. She gets her facts from people who clearly are not first generation and have their info from someone who came to the U.S. many, many years ago from some small town in the South and doesn't represent Italians. Virginia, you have upset my people, and we are sick of this shit. You're the shittiest <laughs> Italian I've ever met. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Uh, you you've I, turned you know this what? into an Italian war. This Italian guy is right. It's New York Italian that I'm basing all of my knowledge on, The Sopranos and Jerry Soma. <laughs> I love how she's basing her shit on The Sopranos. Everything. Italians say it this way. Everything. That's pretty... Y'all, that's pretty awesome. So I think we need to say Italians in New Jersey might say it this and way. New York. Oh, people are so mad. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. So uh, the Italians were outraged. Outraged. <laughs> I prefer the company of goons. Uh, I mean, <laughs> outraged Italians. It's still here talking about my family. <laughs> so there we go. We had to uh, answer that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, now tell me if you're outraged by these food things. Little Debbie has debuted a new strawberry Swiss roll. Does that play? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Strawberry Swiss roll. Mm -hmm. That's just my game. Okay. Uh, the, the, the more refined palate that I've got, I've kind of gone into the strawberry world. You have? Yes. You've classier. matured. Yes. What do you think about that, Virginia? I don't really eat uh, pastry from cellophane, so I'll refrain. Gosh, you are such a fucking snob. <laughs> such a snob. Yeah. Snack snob. What the yeah. shit, man? <laughs> You're a shitty Italian and you eat shitty snacks. It's how I was raised. I agree, by the way. <laughs> That's why it doesn't hurt. 
Next week, Taco Bell is going to be introducing a grilled cheese dipping taco featuring slow-braised shredded beef. What? It's kind of a move. Now, that sounds a little higher end for Taco Bell. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to go a little bit into that echelon of higher end. I I wish they would make a one without the, the beef option. Where's the beef? Well, I just don't love their beef all the time. They're not, they're not my favorite. I feel like they could do better with their beef. Really? Do beefy better? I think they could. Okay. Okay. Like bring, bring, you know, go back to some Taco Viva ways. I okay. love when people know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that McDonald's, going back to the old school, is profitable? Of course it is. That whole campaign Grimace. they did with Grimace's yes. birthday and the Grimace shake. They said that uh, sales at McDonald's rose nearly 12% in the April-June period. Bring back the Playland. Imagine that. Making yourself Mm -hmm. look like a Starbucks was a flop. The stuff that made you known and awesome that you got away from is now making you awesome again. Don't be a sheep, McDonald's. Do your thing. Your thing works. God, exactly. I wish we had more of that. Just... Yeah, don't cater. Some dumb guy in a suit was like, oh, we've got to make all these McDonald's look just like Starbucks and get rid of all the playgrounds. I mean, I get if if you're if the corporation is doing it and you have to change because they're saying you have to. But you the have corporation to is I'm the say- one that made the mistake. I'm saying the corporation, you don't cater. Right. You go ahead and make them set the trend. Be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a little bit uh, different. And they said, too, they were helped out by TikTok. People taking the uh, Grimace shakes, and uh, they were posting videos of themselves drinking the milkshake and then ending up on the ground in the messy pool of purple. They made, like, little mini horror movies, which Mm -hmm. I am a big fan of. It's acting. It's crazy. It's just, I loved them. Okay, Kev, you... You smoked a big wonder joint, and you have just the, the biggest amount of munchies in your belly. You are so hungry. You get to go to McDonald's. What would you want to fuck up that would make you happy? If you No rules. You get to go in there and just go full gorilla. I would go right for the Big Mac. Okay. Big Mac and fries. I'd probably do a double order of fries. I'd get as many fries in me as I could. So I would, I would stick right there with the basics, just those two things. What would you go with? And I, and I, if, if, they w- if they actually had working machines, I'd also get a milkshake. But they're never going to have working machines. And this fantasy, baby, this thing oh, is it actually works so hard. Oh, yeah, it's working nice. What about the – so I, I, if I wanted to, I could get a hot fudge sundae? Whatever you want. Holy oh, this is shit, a, it's yeah. a fantasy. Okay, yeah, I, I would do, I'd do double ice creams. <laughs> I'm not going to have the machines broken even in the fantasy. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would do milkshake and then i do uh, ice cream. Their milkshakes sundae. are good. They're good. They are. When they're on point, everything's when at the best. When they work. Yes. Okay. What was your answer? I didn't answer because y'all kept talking. Well, God forbid the man shows a little interest in some fast food. <laughs> I'm just answering questions. The son of a bitch lights up when he talks about fast food. Because <laughs> he hasn't had a greasy meal in eight years. It probably wouldn't even taste good to you, honestly. That's you, so much bread for him. You'd probably have a bite and go, eh. It's- yeah, that is. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, do you, do you lose that after a while? Would it not be good to me? Because, man, it, it used to be oh, so wow. good. Man. I, I lived on McDonald's back in the day. When I do give myself, like, one little bite of, like, oh, the McDonald's, like, I like the Quarter Pounder. I like the Big Mac. I like the filet of fish All of them. 
When I give myself a little bit, it is pleasant. Yeah, it, it depends on what the item is. There is times where if I, I'll go on runs where I will not have any soda. I'm so up and down with that. But mm. I'll, I'll be on like a four-month run without any soda, and I'll have a sip of a crushed iced Coke. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I hear music playing. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it, it, it hits me right in the dick in the best of, of ways. It's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I kicked my uh, chips and salsa habit that was out of control. I'm, you I'm did. Kinda, yeah, when I said I kind of laid off of it. I haven't really had it in weeks now. Oh, and then I just gave you a thing of salsa. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's all right. That's how I you jump get... back in. I, you know, I just proved, I had to prove myself. I could kick that uh, the habit. You that, did it. That is a thing. I believe that. That's a thing for people if they they uh, don't want to do a thing they were doing for a long do time. Do you have control over it, yes or no? So my buddy did that with weed. He, he quit weed for three months or four months, something like yeah. that. And. You wanted to see if he missed it and if it made it any kind of a difference and if he could kick it. He yeah. said he was it was easily able to kick it and that he didn't really notice a difference in his life either way. Really? So yes. did he go back to the weed yes. then? Yes, big time. Big yeah. time. Fact, I'd say he probably tripled down. <laughs> <laughs> he made up for lost time. He made up for it. <laughs> uh, somebody wanted to uh, let us know that the milkshake machines at McDonald's are working all the time now. They corrected it about two years ago. Didn't the government or something get involved with that in a weird way? Yeah, there was something with the manufacturer of the machines, and then only they could fix them. It was, it was odd, weird. Yeah. It was very weird. But you were like, why did McDonald's pick them? Uh-huh. They should have picked the damn same machine that Dairy Queen uses. Their shit yeah. ain't never broken. The government gets involved in, in some weird things sometimes. And you're like, okay, should you? Like, Do people still crave the McFlurry? Because that was my cut for a long time. After the whole, yeah. and people loved the shake, but then they brought in that McFlurry. And I loved them. What's better, a Blizzard or a McFlurry? Blizzard. Yeah, probably. Because I knew the Blizzard game, and I... I don't. I think by the time the McFlurries came out, I was kind of out of the McDonald's game. Well, I feel like Blizzard, uh, those they they specialize in that. That's their thing. So they should unreal. Be those things are so thick and amazing. Oh my gosh, a Blizzard is unreal. And we didn't mention it because I think it's just too new in the game. But Culver's does a concrete, and it's just like the Blizzard, and it is also really good. I think Culver's is very good. I, they, they do good stuff. If you haven't food. tried their concrete mixer, try it. Do they put different like yep. Reese's pieces and all that stuff in it? If you all wanted? that. Uh, they got good French man. fries. They're cheese fries. They have chili fries and they have cheese fries. And yeah. they, and are, they have cheese curds. They are good. And yeah. I know it sounds like I'm doing a commercial. I swear to God, love of the game. Their curds are very good. I didn't like them the first time, and then I fell in love with them. Uh-huh. Got to be able to uh, eat them hot. Eat them hot. And sometimes it does matter, too, how fresh the Earl is. That makes a big difference how it tastes. You got to bring your pocketbook. It's not cheap. Mm. You're going to pay. Somebody said the Sonic Blasts are on point. That, I would say, is Sonic, when they're at their best, is their blasts, their ice creams. Okay. That is their, their greatest thing. Mm-hmm. They got tots there. I love me some tots. They, they kind of have what some, some fairs will have. Well, you eat the tots, and you can taste nine other different... Mm-hmm. Items in there that they, yeah. they cook the oil in. Not yeah. the freshest of Earl. I think the idea is great, Sonic, with the, the cheese boat. They had the long, they have chili tops oh, yeah. as well, mm-hmm. but clean out your oil. Mm. The uh, 786 said, uh, you definitely do lose your taste buds for certain foods or soda. I can't drink regular Coke anymore. I can only do Coke Zero. And any regular sw- soda is just way too sweet for me now. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, I, I could see it like anything else. Your palate changes. When I'm hungover, though, I never drink soda 
unless I'm hungover. It's a yeah. Saturday or a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. and That's got to be because your body is desperately needing something. Yeah, well, that's what it is. That's yeah. what a hangover is, is your body's depleted. And so you have those cravings because it's trying to get potassium back in, electrolytes, all those things that have been ripped away by the amount of alcohol you put in. Because, I mean, the alcohol does. It steals the moisture out of your cells and just, you know, it's, it's poison in a sense well, for your body. It steals your joy the next day. It does. Oh, but in the moment, though, when you're up on the bar shaking your vagina, that's so fun. I only get, I really only get hangovers if I over drink. So pretty much every time I drink. (laughs) (laughs) I like how he realized halfway through talking. I don't over drink every time. Get the fuck out of here. You got a lot of balls, lady. I know. I do. You're right. After Saturday night. It was a poor showing. I thought it was awesome. (laughs) So Chick-fil-A is testing out two new restaurant concepts, a four-lane drive-thru with a kitchen above. Damn, what is this thing? I-95? Four lanes? I mean, it's it's really insane. You know, I do know that they're really pushing on the app. And and the app, you know, it's it's great because I'm not a big fan of taking my wallet uh, anywhere. And you order on the app and you're good. Uh, The app allows them to make their industry much more scientific and figuring out yeah. everything about you, what you like, all your ordering I'm okay habits. With that. I'm okay too, because it makes them better. Right. I think once you get involved in the app world, it's kind of hard not to to. Once you're there, you don't want to go back. I have, I pay all my bills through through apps and all that stuff. Yeah. It's so much easier. Right. And then there's other people who are older that don't want to accept money that way. And I need a check. And it's just, (laughs) get with it a little bit. It it takes so much longer and you've got so many things to do today that, you know, we can get everything efficient like that. It's just awesome. And they know how to do it because they Mm -hmm. incentivize you. If you sign up for push alerts or email coupons or any of that stuff. And then that just brings you back to their location. Like if I have a coupon for a BOGO on anything, I will go there 10 times before I go someplace that I don't have a coupon. Michael's Yarn. Yeah. They know mm-hmm. how to do it. Yeah. BOGOs get me. Just don't sign up for their their text, whatever. They will, they're like the mafia. They are on your ass like flies on a rib roast. If you do crafting, which I do, you're in either one school or the other. You're in Michael's or Joanne. It, I'm in Joanne. It'll be one thirty. At night or in the morning, 1.30 a text message, a little booty call? Fuck, oh, Michael's Michael. got a sale on yarn oh. again. Great. He don't even knit. <laughs> yeah, it's just. He's a knit wit. I mean, what the fuck, Michaels? That is annoying. <laughs> and notifications always go off. You don't know how to turn them off because you no. got to go in your settings. I don't think it's I like, can't. I think, fuck? I think I'm locked into a text lifelong contract with Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things are annoying. And then the other thing that uh, Chick-fil-A is doing, they're going to be doing a walk-up store for digital orders. So they're trying to make the experience faster, more streamlined. I do like the idea of four lanes, but think about how much real estate they're going to need to have now. They're going to have to expand all their places. So places like Palm Beach Lakes will never be able to do that. They would have to, I think, tear down, and they just strip mall. Well, they would have to tear down the location they have because they do have uh, dining inside, and they'd have to decide that what they're going to do is move a smaller kitchen to just one side of that parking lot and then have the rest of it just be your cruising through. That would be it. 
it'd be pretty much everything would be outdoors. And, and they might not have the option to do that. The whoever owns that parking lot might yeah. be like, no, Zoning and, yeah, permits. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. You're, you're not going to take up all my lot for your chicken. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they'd switch locations. Who knows what the future holds? But that technology, it's a crazy thing. And I don't know if anybody's uh, really snoozing on this, but um, where this uh, writers and actors strike is going to go, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see when we get to the other side of this, you know, maybe you're just thinking, oh, they'll get through their differences. And then just like a strike that they'd had a while ago, it'll just be the same at business as usual. I'm not sure of that. I just want to hear Brian Cranston keep talking about fighting robots. I think the robots are going to win. Damn, they, that's sad. Yeah. The robots are going to beat the people, Kevin. Well, we're supposed to be team people. Here's here's what's going on, and, and uh, you know you've got these writers that are striking. And look, this is what happens in industry. You know, you uh, call your shot, and you say, "I need more money. I need this. I need that." And you've got to make sure that you've got an industry by the balls. I always tell everybody, you have to have somebody by the balls. It's by leverage. The balls. It's leverage. you got to have leverage. And I don't know that these writers have leverage because as they're demanding protections from artificial intelligence, the studios now are secretly ramping up their AI capabilities. Wow. And they're looking to hire specialists that do AI that will write all the scripts for them. For instance, Disney is hiring at least half a dozen AI jobs with six-figure salaries. Netflix recently posted an ad for an AI product manager position that pays up to $900,000. The money that these writers want, this is who they're paying it to. Wow. Amazon and Apple have dozens of jobs open and Sony is looking for uh, or Sony is looking for an ethics engineer for its Sony AI America division. And they say the kicker is that many companies offering high-paying AI jobs have been cutting employees in other divisions. They're cutting back and they're replacing it with AI. So these writers who are striking right now thinking they're all going to be coming back with pay increases, I'm not so sure. If the industry changes before their very eyes, kind of like the pandemic changed so many industries, this whole writers and actors strike could change it for everything else. But what about the fact that the actors are standing in solidarity? Doesn't that help them and give them more leverage? I think this is way too early to say we're get, we're going to lose to the robots and all that. Plus, the AI writing shit has already kind of proven that it's not completely there. And there's going to be other people that don't want an AI script. They want they want stories from humans with, about human stuff. I, I think it's too early to say that the robots are going to win. I do agree with you, and I think that's going to be the question because they don't have the complete answer. How good is the AI going to be? And then how many people do you have to hire back to work with the AI? Whereas a department might have had five writers before. Do you need all five? Maybe you could have two writers to work with the AI. You've just saved the cost of three positions. And I don't think I'm so unique over here to where I... You're pretty unique. There's got to be other people who agree with me. When you get content that's written from a human spirit compared to an a robot, you're not going to like, it's not going to hit as hard for you on an emotional level, on all kinds of levels. There is going to be a percentage of people that agree with me on that. Now, I'm sure there's other people that go, I don't give a fuck who writes it. Just entertain me. Well, what if they get so good that you can't tell the difference? And that's it. I think if you can't tell the difference and it's more cost effective, what industry has not gone with automation when it is not a quality consideration and it's cost effective it's every, financially smart and the product doesn't change every business is done that forever no one's going to be like nah we're going to yeah fuck it this is a little different though we're talking about the human spirit versus 
You're talking about greedy, money-making human spirit. Yeah. Tell us more about greedy, money-making people at the top. I'm just saying this is different than things in the past because you're talking about a, a robot almost taking away the heart and soul and the spirit of humans. And that's a little bit different than other stuff in the past. And I think you're going to have people like myself fighting against that and being vocal about it. And I think what will happen is you'll probably see great writers start making more money and they will work with AI. And what would happen is they come up with a treatment or a concept and then they would type it into AI, have AI start writing it a bit. They would read over it and proofread it, change it as they felt they must to add little twists and turns in the human element. But they have saved how many man hours writing out the entire script where a lot of the busy work is done through artificial intelligence and they are just the guiding light. Yeah, so I think we're going to be living in a world where there's going to be a hybrid mm -hmm. where you, you should be able to live in both worlds to, to the stuff where you don't want to spend a lot of time on organizing. But if it's your original thought from your original, you right. know. So that's my point saying where you might have had five writers do that before. Now maybe one or two could do it with AI. Yeah, and those, You're right. And it would be good for those really great writers because I think they would be able to make more money because they say, look, I am the creative muse that makes this AI hum, and you need me always. But, but you have you to were, prove yourself. If you were just a good writer and not a great writer, yeah. then you've been eliminated. It's probably going to be a lot of positions. That will be the contest. Are you good or are you great? I think if you're a great human, you'll likely, hopefully, always have a job. If you're just good... You kind of dial it in a bit. Eh. Now, I, I, I do hear what you're saying. I think yeah. we've got some challenges. And I think maybe, you know, you're right. If people can't tell, they ain't, they ain't going to care. They're not. But, because if they can't tell the difference, the studios certainly aren't going to tell you the difference. So you can differentiate. But, oh, this was written by people. And, oh, this was written by robots. They don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is going to be fascinating to see. So with this conversation, I'm all excited for uh, Dark Mirror. I have to watch a couple episodes. It's is a that, Black Mirror. Black is that Mirror, the Black sequel Mirror. to Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I <laughs> forgot Kevin the name Dunn of it. watched the wrong show. I watched Dark Mirror, guys. I don't know what you're talking it's about. Friday, <laughs> and I'm tapped out. <laughs> As we know, it's time to go. Okay, I'll see y'all on my social media from Key West, bitches. That's right. Yeah. That's going to be a fun little follow. I'll uh, peek in over the weekend. If you can handle it, Ralston. Probably can't. You're no, a little vanilla. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, boy, when it comes to you and your party in Key West, I couldn't handle the dog track. The bird could handle it. Okay. <laughs> the bird, you check it out. Uh, make sure you go vote for the KBJ Draft on Instagram and Facebook, and then we'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye.